Remember the 90s, when MTV still played music videos, when people still bought physical copies of albums, and when legendary musicians like Kurt Cobain and Dimebag Daryl still walked the earth? Well, now you can once again relive that decade every week on KBGA because your favorite 90s radio show, Sounds Like Teen Spirit, is back and better than ever. It's still the best show on KBGA to hear artists like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Sublime, Megadeth, Primus, and more. Again, that's Sounds Like Teen Spirit, now on Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m., only on 89.9 KBGA Missoula.
Green River kicking off this program with Forever Means off their 1988 album Rehab Doll. Welcome to the award-winning Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. I am your indelible host, Ian. This episode features music from the likes of Filter, Collective Soul, 311, Face to Face, Jurassic 5, Slater Kinney, Fu Manchu, Porcupine Tree, Cartoon Boyfriend, and Days of the New. Plus, I'm going to play two songs off the new Rob Zombie album, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy, which was released on March 12th. But first, my review. Folks, I'm a little concerned about the fact that all of my album reviews so far this year have been pretty... glowing. I've already reviewed four albums at this point in 2021, and in all of them I just seem to have no shortage of nice things to say. It could mean I'm getting too soft and easy to please, or that I'm simply overdue to review a dud on this program. Well, at any rate, I never ever imagined that the new Rob Zombie album would be the one to break the streak, and naturally it didn't, so get ready for yet another wave of positivity from me over the next few minutes. Ah well. Thus far into Rob Zombie's solo career, now seven albums deep, he has yet to deliver a misfire as far as I'm concerned, but if I had to single out one of his albums as the weakest, it would probably be his previous album, 2016's The Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser. I just found the whole thing to be rather fleeting. None of the album's songs go past the three-minute mark, except for its five-and-a-half-minute closing track, Word You Lack, and half the songs were closer to two minutes than three. There were plenty of killer songs on that album, but pretty much all of them end before I'm ready for them to. Fortunately, the new Rob Zombie album, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy, is certainly beefier than the last, though not by as much as I would have hoped. This album boasts a whopping 17 tracks on its track list, five more than last time, but that ultimately only makes it about 10 minutes longer, clocking in at just under 42 minutes and making it only marginally longer than the typical zombie album. Out of those 17 tracks, seven are interludes, a Rob Zombie album staple, but the album's proper songs generally have more meat on them, with only one lasting under three minutes. Of course, when it comes to album quality, song length isn't nearly as important as what you do with it, and the songs on Lunar Injection, as it will henceforth be named here, do plenty, including things that Rob Zombie has never done before. The two pre-release singles showcase Zombie in top form, but they did nothing to prepare me for how weird this album gets. For the first one-third of Lunar Injection, it's business as usual. The album's first three songs and accompanying interludes all point towards a solid but ultimately straightforward zombie outing. Then we get to track number seven, which is titled 18th Century Cannibals, Excitable Morlocks, and a One-Way Ticket on the Ghost Train. Yeah. That title isn't a particularly weird one for zombie, but the song itself incorporates country elements, a Rob Zombie first. Harmonicas, banjos, and twangy guitar licks drive the song which Zombie sings in a drawl like some sort of old-timey prospector. The song goes on like that for over a minute, and just as you're beguiled into thinking you're hearing the first-ever Rob Zombie bluegrass song, the chorus sucker punches you with metal. From there, the song continues to revel in the dichotomy between its country verses and metal chorus. 
It is undoubtedly a standout moment on Lunar Injection, and the album gets noticeably weirder from that point onward. Ultimately, there's nothing on the album quite as weird as 18th Century Cannibals, but the song Boom 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 comes pretty close. That one is a full-on Rob Zombie blues number, driven by a sinister electronic beat. Elsewhere on the album, elements of pop and funk can be heard. Even the album's interludes take on a different flavor. On previous zombie albums, the interludes function as interludes typically do, serving as bridges between songs as opposed to songs themselves. The instrumentation on those interludes is generally sparse and hauntingly atmospheric, usually with some classic horror movie samples thrown in for good measure. Many of the interludes on Lunar Injection are pulsating, melodic, and or somewhat funky, and they play out more like miniature vocalist songs. In fact, I don't think I could rightfully call them interludes. A better word would be... ditties, which is probably a word I've never spoken before on Sounds Like Teen Spirit. Overall, amid Rob Zombie's seven solo albums, I would rank Lunar Injection right in the middle just behind the Sinister Urge and the two Hellbilly Deluxe albums. The album offers more than its fair share of stellar tracks, and it's undisputably Zombie's most experimental effort to date, but it also demonstrates that he has the capacity to get even weirder. For the next album, I hope that Rob Zombie fully embraces his inner Frank Zappa and delivers something even more thoroughly unique, because at this point he's unlikely to ever top himself again just doing a regular album. Alright, for my next song, I figured I'd lead off with one of the album's more quintessential zombie tracks, which I'll follow up with a weird one later in the show. This next one is among the earlier songs on the album. It's called The Ballad of Sleazy Rider. Enjoy! They can, they can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> Faith 
B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, B, G, A. We were sitting out on the step, you know. So what you gonna do around this? Yo, man, I'm gonna go over here and win this girl. I love the man and see what his head is all about. I'ma say this one time, boy, and that's my word We rock the shot to knock fire through the Hindenburg The contribution is clear You add water to bone And get the Jurassic vibe on the microphone Now if you like the tone And how the harmony's done And the sucker MC's died before they begun Well, I like to know if Got the notion, cause we're number one I'm not trying to say my style is better than yours I'm just on some other issues I'm all about the beats and the lyrics So when you hear it, you can feel it The vibe is energized by the presence of my spirit No interference, we persevere The purpose is clear We're here to leave your ear hurt and severe You're lurking in fear Cause we take it back like Robin Loxley Rocking from countryside to spots where hard rocks be I often wonder if these MCs even know how it feels To dedicate their whole life to this mic of steel It's it not about the bill. That's not keeping it real. A lot of tight rappers out here ain't got no deal. We appeal to the brothers with flow finesse. Cause it's the hundred watt bloodshot game of death. Cause we're protected by the covenants of birds and beats. Rewind and feel the heat. Recline and take a seat. So uh, let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats and real live MCs. Playground tactics, a rabbit and a hat tricks. Just that classic, rabbits from Jurassic. Let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats, a real live MCs. Playground tactics, a rabbit and a hat tricks. Just that classic, rabbits from Jurassic. Now I walk from Transania, earthquake Transylvania. And all the way I kick a hole through the wall of China just to get the right blend. Cause it's schizophrenic of the pen. Wait a minute, I fell into the deep end. You shouldn't have told me the pyramids can hold me. So now I can't. Is what you owe me Pull out your beats, pull out your cuts Give us a mic, what up? And we gon' tear this up I'm on some old and forgotten Sun up to sun down Like picking cotton The nutty professor Science dropping Rock and Robbins Hood from New York to Compton Me and my three sons Jabari, Shakir, and Kassel So uh, let's take it back to the concrete streets Original beats for real live MCs Playground tactics No rabbit and a hat tricks Just that classic Rabbits from Jurassic Let's take it back to the Concrete streets, original beats for real live MCs. Playground tactics, the rabbit in a hat tricks, just that classic. Rabbits from Jurassic. Start swimming, forever winning, I'm in it like Meadow Lark living. I get goosebumps when the baseline thumps. A sucker MC for style, he had mine for lunch. Mark 7, get you open like an attache. Read case in this case, defeat there is no way. <laughs> With tool spinners, cooking the full dinner. Killing the firstborn of lyrical Yule blenders. Winners at the academy, rattling your anatomy. Gotta be J5, so kill all your fake flattery. That'll 
will be the day when labels pay our way Tuna what you say when MCs come to play Unfitted, cause we take it back like Spinal Tap Preparing your intellect before your final nap So uh, let's take it back to the concrete streets Original beats for real live MCs Playground tactics, no rabbit in a hat tricks Just that classic, rappers from Jurassic Let's take it back to the concrete streets Original beats with real live MCs Playground tactics, no rabbit in a hat tricks Who got beef, huh? Watch your lot, settle it I'll fuck around and arrest your whole development I'm eloquent when it comes to digital display I'm ready for the world while you earl off the tango ray tactics My wrist is Jurassic, ah Fingers of death while you exhale and inhale with the deep Breath with my chop suey style, cause I'm a lyrical chef. I get smart to the death, cause I be cooking from here to Brooklyn. Your dish is annoying like fat ass bookmen on good times when I rhyme. I hit the designated area. I hope you got your shots, cause this is lyrical malaria. Spreading, beheading fools with the punishment. I live in America, but of this government 150 times over silver lead. While y'all drink the simmer like my rhymes are breastfed. No artificial nipples, I flip the real skills. I thought I told you once I kicked. The lyrical windmills and backspin Benedict strictly for my benefit I step on toes when I flow Don't get offended, come and get with it Comprehend it when I kick it I represent the real from the beginning to the end of it Oh, <laughs> 
This portion of KBGA is brought to you by Imagination Brewing Company. By supporting over 1,700 community events in its educational center, Imagination brews handcrafted beer to make a positive impact on Missoula and beyond. For more information about what's on tap, weekly live music offerings, or to reserve the center, call 406-926-1251 or visit imaginationbrewing.com.
Hi, this is God. And whenever I'm in Missoula, which is always because I'm omnipresent, I listen to all the radio stations at the same time, including KBGA. KBGA Missoula, 89.9. In it to avoid and I just had a way of living I enjoyed A selfish way to live by design I was just self-centered at the time You were us and I was only me And you were only waiting patiently I think I told this to you, I'm not sure But I'm so goddamn insecure A far more much, much greater force Cannot keep back in the said was true That's no excuse for what I put you through And it is awful if it's how you feel I'm awfully sorry about the whole ordeal The sadness and the sorrow and the pain I swear to God and promise once again That I will get around to showing you So now I'm goddamn going to I'll find a much, much greater force Mighty Mighty Boss Tones with Like a Shotgun off their 2011 album The Magic of Youth. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones recently announced the title and release date for their upcoming 11th studio album. The album will be titled When God Was Great and it's scheduled to drop on May 7th. Thus far, two of the album's songs have been released. 
A track called The Final Parade was issued in late January, and the single I Don't Believe in Anything was released in early March to coincide with the album announcement. That one is a fairly typical and perfectly serviceable boss tone single, but the more interesting of the two songs is undoubtedly The Final Parade, which is the album's eight-minute-long closing track. The song is essentially a celebration of and love letter to Third Wave Ska, and it boasts guest appearances from a wide array of punk and ska musicians. Tim Armstrong of Rancid, Amy Interrupter of The Interrupters, and Angelo Moore of Fishbone each contribute a verse along with Boston's frontman Dickie Barrett, and after all the verses and choruses have been sung, the song pretty much turns into one big dance party. Or should I say, skank party? The list of personnel that contributed to the song is absolutely staggering, and in addition to the three aforementioned guest vocalists, it includes members of bands like Goldfinger, Suicide Machines, H2O, Stiff Little Fingers, The Aquabats, Less Than Jake, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, The Pie Tasters, Murphy's Law, Sonic Boom 6, The Specials, and much, much more. Tim Armstrong, who co-produced the track, has referred to it as The Ska Summit, and it's easy to see why. The song and its underlying pedigree are more than enough to make any ska fan giddy. And in fact, I'm kind of irritated that the Bostones released it early instead of leaving it for fans to discover at the end of their new album. But I suppose it's a good thing to have in any context. I'll be sure to review and play from the new Mighty Mighty Bostones album on Sounds Like Teen Spirit in the not-too-distant future, so be sure to keep checking in with me. Anyway... Before the Boss Tones, I played Built for War by Megadeth off their 2013 album Super Collider. Piano Lessons by Porcupine Tree off their 1999 album Stupid Dream. Super Satellite by Our Lady Peace off their 1994 album Navid. Concrete Schoolyard by Jurassic 5 off their 1998 self-titled debut. Black Friday by Faith No More, off their 2015 album Soul Invictus, and Hollywood by Collective Soul, off their 2007 album Afterwards. Once again, you're listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. To like this show on Facebook, go to facebook.com slts2 and to hear this and other episodes of the program after the broadcast, Go to kbga.org slash teen-spirit. Alright, in addition to the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Candlebox had announced the title and release date for their next album in early March. The band's upcoming seventh studio album will be titled Wolves, and it's scheduled for release on September 17th. Yeah, that one's still a ways out. It is certainly atypical for a band to announce an album's release date more than six months in advance, but... I digress. As with the Boss Tones, Candlebox have thus far issued two songs from their upcoming album. The first, titled Let Me Down Easy, was released in August of last year. This one features a lot of bluesy guitar work towards the beginning of the song, but it ends up getting pretty heavy by the end. The second new song, titled My Weakness, was released in tandem with the album announcement almost a month ago. Candlebox frontman Kevin Martin has suggested that he was aiming for a mid-tempo arena rock-style anthem in the vein of Brian Adams and Bruce Springsteen with this song. And after hearing it, I can attest that that is exactly what it feels like. 
This song strongly evokes 70s and 80s Heartland rock songs like Summer of 69 and Born to Run and Rod Stewart's Maggie Mae. It sounds very radio-friendly, though perhaps a bit too radio-friendly for my liking. Between these vastly diverse first two singles, Let Me Down Easy is more my speed. Naturally, you can expect me to review and play from the new Candlebox album on the program this fall. In the meantime, here's Candlebox with The Bridge, off the band's most recent album, 2016's Disappearing in Airports. Walks along the bridge Is she considering getting out? 
This is Silver Sprocket, host of Something Else, live every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on KBGA Missoula 89.9 FM. I feature avant-garde, electroacoustic, free jazz, and more creative music every week. You'll get to hear advanced new releases straight from the artists and record labels before anybody else and extensive interviews with the artists themselves. How about you give something else a try? Live every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. on KBGA Missoula, 89.9 FM, and streaming at kbga.org.
old man speaker, the punk rock puppet master from the band Green Jello, and you're listening to KBGA Missoula, Little Pig, Little Pig, let me in. Soundgarden with Ty Cobb off their 1996 album Down on the Upside. In the nearly four years it's been since Soundgarden frontman Chris Cornell's untimely death, the late singer's estate has remained a point of contention between his widow Vicky Cornell and his surviving Soundgarden bandmates. It's a lot like the ongoing power struggle over the Cobain estate between the other two Nirvana members and Courtney Love, except... No, wait, it's exactly the same thing. 
For the first couple years following Cornell's death, things were relatively harmonious between the two parties, even if they were never exactly chummy with each other. However, there have been quite a few back-and-forth lawsuits between them over the last 16 months. It wasn't easy for me to piece together a definitive timeline of the proceedings, but I think I've got it pretty much sorted out, so here goes nothing. The first suit was filed by Vicki Cornell in December 2019 against Kim Thale, Ben Shepard, and Matt Cameron of Soundgarden. The suit alleged that the members of Soundgarden were withholding hundreds of thousands of dollars in royalties from Cornell and her family because she refused to allow them access to seven unreleased Soundgarden songs, which she insisted belonged solely to the Cornell estate. The band responded publicly in February 2020, denying the claim about withholding royalties and alleging that the unreleased songs, which they had begun working on as early as 2015, belonged to all the members of the band. In May, they countersued Vicki Cornell over the ownership of those songs, as well as over a misappropriation of funds raised by the Chris Cornell I Am The Highway tribute concert in January 2019. The Soundgarden members accused Cornell of keeping funds for herself and her family that were meant to go to charity. On top of all that, the countersuit claimed that Cornell took over the Soundgarden social media accounts and locked out all the band members, which would lead them to start new social media accounts for the band in June under the name Nude Dragons, which is an anagram of Soundgarden. In July, the band members dropped the claim about Vicky Cornell misappropriating funds. The next activity between the two parties didn't come until February of this year, when Cornell filed another lawsuit against the band over an insultingly low buyout offer that was allegedly made for her controlling interest in the Cornell estate. The suit claims that Cornell was offered $278,000 for her share of the estate, which she insists was less than she received from Soundgarden royalties in 2018 alone. Furthermore, she went on to claim that the band members were offered $16 million from an outside investor for just a portion of their own interest in the Cornell estate, the records from which she was denied access to, and that her buyout offer to them was $7 million each for a total of $21 million. The band publicly responded later that month, alleging that the buyout offer was, quote, grossly mischaracterized, and that, quote, we are confident that clarity will come out in court. They also asserted that their preoccupation with having control over the Cornell estate lies chiefly in their desire to finish the final Soundgarden album and deliver it to the world. And finally, on March 25th, a judge dismissed Vicki Cornell's initial claim about the band members withholding royalties from her, ruling that there was no evidence of them ever doing so, or of them using those disputed funds to cover their legal fees, which Cornell had also claimed. The case has since been sent to Robert S. Lasnik, a senior judge of the United States District Court for Western Washington, with whom it is currently awaiting final review. So with that, I have now brought you up to speed on the proceedings, and as you can see, they are still far from over and very, very ugly. Though at this stage I'm inclined to side with the band, I really hate to take sides in situations like these, and I feel like the late Chris Cornell would be at least a little disgusted with everyone involved. Really, though, my number one takeaway from everything I just outlined is that there will apparently be a final Soundgarden album after all, provided things play out favorably in court. 
Right now, Vicky Cornell is holding the rights to the material the band finished before Chris's death. She refuses to share it with the band, and the band can't finish and release the album without those tracks. So until we get some sort of ruling or resolution to their case, the seventh and final Soundgarden album will remain in limbo. I'll be sure to continue to update y'all on the ongoing litigations and the status of the album whenever I see fit. Anyway, before Soundgarden, I played My Town by Cartoon Boyfriend off the soundtrack to 1997's Home Alone 3. Turn You Inside Out by R.E.M. off their 1988 album Green. Hung Out to Dry by Fu Manchu off their 2007 album We Must Obey. One by Filter off the soundtrack to the 1998 X-Files movie. What's Left for Me by Days of the New off their 1997 self-titled and Kinda I Want To by Nine Inch Nails off the 1989 album Pretty Hate Machine. You're still listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. To like this show on Facebook, go to facebook.com SLTS2 and to hear this and other episodes of the program after the broadcast, Go to kbga.org slash teen-spirit. Alright, next I'm going to do a second song off the new Rob Zombie album, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. This next one is that pseudo-country Rob Zombie song I highlighted in my album review earlier. Upon hearing it for the first time, I just knew I was going to have to incorporate it into the episode. In case you missed it, that song title again is... 18th Century Cannibals, Excitable Morlocks, and a One-Way Ticket on the Ghost Train. Enjoy! Well, 
word is an 80s metal hair band thinks they are. College Radio is 89.9 FM, KBGA, Missoula.
Now that I'm barren, KBGA is my baby. <laughs> and I'm an overbearing mother. Put your, put your friend's mom on the phone. Floss harder. Just like your father. Straighten your back. Those grades aren't Ivy League. I said keep it locked to 89.9 KBGA Missoula. Perfect number, but one round everybody's happy, everybody's free. We'll keep the big door open, everyone will come around. Well, you different, or I'll you that way. If you don't get in line, well, I'll give you away. Oh, everybody's happy, everybody's free. We'll keep the big door open, everyone will come around. Situation in these typical times, too many choices. We can do anything about it. Too many choices, and it's a typical situation in these typical times. Too many choices. Yeah, everybody's happy. Everybody's free. Different while you that way. If you don't get in love. 
Situation in these typical times, too many choices. We come to a thing, love Too many choices. It's a typical situation in these typical times, too many
This is Sarah Sandoval on behalf of Nkusum Language School. You're listening to 89.9 KBGA Missoula.
Monster Magnet with Dead Christmas off their 1995 album Dopes to Infinity. Monster Magnet recently announced a new covers album. The album will be titled A Better Dystopia and it's scheduled for release on May 21st. The artists covered on the album are described by frontman Dave Windorf as strange bits of musical obscurity mostly dredged up from that inglorious and freaky Twilight Zone time that preceded arena rock, heavy metal, reggae, and disco. In other words, they're covering a bunch of obscure psychedelic rock bands from the late 60s and early 70s. Looking over the album's track list, I could see that Windorf really wasn't kidding about the obscure part. The only artist on that list that I recognized was Hawkwind, the band that had Lemmy as their bassist right before he went off and formed Motorhead, and that had another of their songs covered on the previous Monster Magnet album, 2018's Mind Huffner. It seems we have the COVID-19 pandemic entirely to thank for this new album's existence. As Windorf tells it, Monster Magnet were very excited about their touring plans for 2020, all of which were utterly dashed by the pandemic. Rather than attempting to become a Zoom band in the face of interminable lockdown, Windorf suggested they make what he called a bunker record, assembled with the band members acting as its only personnel, and recorded in current drummer Bob Pantella's home studio in New Jersey. However, Windorf wasn't inspired to write anything amid all the societal doom and gloom, which instead inspired him to revisit a bunch of influential bands from his childhood. And lo, a new project was born. The album's lead single is a cover of the song Mr. Destroyer by the band Poobah, originally released on their 1972 album Let Me In. I've never heard the original before, but I can tell that it is a very fitting choice for Monster Magnet to cover. Monster Magnet's version is highly reminiscent of some of their thundering space rock epics, like Cyclops Revolution off of the Super Judge album, or Melt off of God Says No. Really, the theme of the entire album fits Monster Magnet like a glove, and I'm sure it will be a great listen regardless of one's familiarity with the source material. I'll be sure to review and play from A Better Dystopia on a future episode of Sounds Like Teen Spirit, so look out for that in just a couple months. Anyway, before Monster Magnet, I played Right As Rain by Face to Face off their 2013 album Three Chords and a Half Truth, Big Wave by Pearl Jam off their 2006 self-titled, Typical Situation by the Dave Matthews Band, off their 1994 album, Under the Table and Dreaming. Call the Doctor by Slater Kinney, off their 1996 album of the same name. And Champagne by 311, off their 2001 album, From Chaos. And that about wraps up a mountainous edition of Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. I have been your host, Ian. As always, thanks to everyone out there who has been listening to and enjoying this episode, and especially thanks to those who have been tuning in on all the nights where I don't have a new episode, just to be safe. You guys are the true believers. For my final song of the episode, here's Blur with No Distance Left to Run, off their 1999 album, 13. Arrivederci!
it's over You don't need to tell me I hope you're with someone Who makes you feel safe in your sleep Pink tonight I won't kill myself Trying to stay in your life I got no distance left to run When you see me, please turn your back and walk away. I don't want to see you, cause I know the dreams that you keep is where we meet. When you're coming down, think of me. I got no distance left. Distance left